2: Terms and conditions apply. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on v the sports betting
4: network.
1: Hour number three is underway, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. MGM me a alongside Mike Pritchard here, coming to you from the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. It is championship Sunday in the NFL, one hour away from kickoff. Want to clean up some news and notes. We mentioned it earlier in this show here about a segment ago that Josh McDaniels is expected to become the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Adam Schefter has now tweeted that out. Ian Rappaport broke the news that Dave Ziegler, the Patriots de facto GM, is going to become the new GM of the Las Vegas Raiders, so it is a package deal with the New England guys coming to the desert here in Las Vegas. Josh McDaniels has been in town all weekend long meeting with Mark Davis. It appears they are close to coming to an agreement on a contract. We'll be tracking those news and notes, but Pritch, just once again, your reaction. Josh McDaniels looks like he is going to be the next head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders.
0: Yeah, my reaction is the fact that there's a lot of credibility with this hire. I mean, Dave Ziegler, you mentioned uh, director of player personnel out there in New England in the last nine years. And so he's been part of that, the fabric of that organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're bringing p- players from around the league to fit in with the culture uh, and then evaluations too, the draft is going to be interesting. Uh, but a package deal when you have two guys that know each other very, very well, Ziegler and and certainly Josh McDaniels, the trust factor is going to be right there too. You're going to know uh, what each other is thinking a lot of times. Like-minded, on the same page. You know Whether Mayock and Gruden was on the same page at times, I don't know. Uh, Obviously, the draft did not go well for Mayock. (laughs) But uh, the players are in place, I think, for the Raiders to be successful, to get back to the playoffs. Can Josh McDaniels, as a head coach, take this team to the Super Bowl? Remember, the Super Bowl is going to be here in a couple years. It is. Uh, And so this hire was a pivotal moment for Mark Davis, the owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. So this is – this is the headliner. And in Vegas, you need headliners. And, and certainly the Raiders have some now.
1: Yeah, when you think about what kind of season it was for the Las Vegas Raiders, maybe bringing in the Patriot way, yeah. as they like to call it, maybe could stabilize things for the Silver and Black as they try to get to winning. Right. The commitment to excellence. It's all about winning, as Al Davis always said. So uh, we'll see what happens and comes of that for the Las Vegas Raiders. Once again, Dave Ziegler, the Patriots' de facto GM player personnel guy, has become the new GM of the Las Vegas Raiders. And incongruent, Josh McDaniels now in line to become the next head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, leaving the New England Patriots after many years as the offensive coordinator. To the news and notes that have to do with the games today – this came out about 30 minutes ago. We wanted to make sure to reemphasize it for the folks who are just tuning in now. Is Chiefs defensive back, Tyron Matthew, is active. He has cleared concussion protocol. So the Honey Badger will be in the lineup for the Chiefs. The line right now at BetMGM and pretty much across the board is Chiefs. Seven-point favorites, total of 54-and-a-half. Tyron Matthew, we saw how much his absence meant mm, right. to that Chiefs defense last Sunday as they got lit on fire by the Buffalo Bills. Able to survive that game and advance to the AFC title game. But Matthew, once again, in for this Chiefs defense.
0: Yeah, he's going to help out with communication. But I don't know about ability because, I mean, you think about Gabriel Davis and what he did uh, to one of their corners out there. That was Mike Hughes, right? Left left them ankles on the ground. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, He did. He's still looking for him pregame, I think. Uh, But, you know, ability is one thing, too, is another thing. Like, Matthew, his presence is certainly going to be felt and is going to be helpful. Uh, I think – Uh, The fact that we had Harold on uh, who who talked about um, the chiefs in their, their mindset, they want to stop the pass first. Mm -hmm. It goes back to what I think the Bengals are going to try to establish is we need to keep that defense honest because we know they're going to try to stop the pass. So we got to run the football here. uh, And I I think the chiefs were ranked in the twenties. I want to say mid twenties in terms of stopping the run. Uh, So that's not a good matchup favorable matchup right there for the chiefs. But uh, I, I think, When you look at the Bengals and what they have from firepower standpoint, offensively across the board, how do you match up with that if you're the Chiefs? You're going to have to take chances, right? Uh, And if they're running the football, too, and and getting chunk yards that way, I think you're in a world of hurt. Now, you can always fall back on the fact that you have Patrick Mahomes on your sideline. And a lot of times the Chiefs, they do that defensively. Uh, We got Mr Showtime over here. We got the unicorn. We're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got to pick our spots, maybe generate some turnovers if we can. But for 60 minutes, I'm curious to see if the Chiefs can be dominant and certainly cover this number at seven. Yeah, it's a big number here. And the guests that we've spoken with throughout this weekend, we had two
1: guests on yesterday. We had a couple more guests on talking about this game. All of them like the Chiefs to cover this number mm-hmm. here. Harold Koontz of Fox 4 in Kansas City says 34-24. Jay Morrison, the Bengals beat writer at the Athletic, 37-27 Kansas City Chiefs. Now, three out of four of them like this game to go over. The market has agreed with that. It opened 51, now 54-and-a-half as we approach kickoff in less than an hour here. But a lot of agreement for this Kansas City Chiefs team, as they are the experienced team, so you understand as to why, but the Bengals, Joe Burrow says that they're not underdogs, but that seems to be the case. That is the case.
0: <laughs> they're a huge underdog. Again, I mean, I, the locker room is interesting, too, from the Bengals' perspective because they're like, wait a minute, well, didn't we beat this team? We were, we were down three times, 14 <laughs> yeah. points, down three times in the game, 14 points, margins, and yet we still beat them, and yet there's no respect here. Um, yeah, they are paying attention, too. The line, they, they probably heard about it, certainly. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see how they show up and, and what type of team. They're a disciplined team, one of the fewest penalized teams in the National Football League. Uh, so now 142 decibels, that's different. Uh, the AFC Conference Championship game, the pressure of that to this moment is also different. Uh, so we'll see how the Bengals handle that. The names
1: that we've discussed ad nauseum throughout the week are Hill, Kelsey mm-hmm. for for Kansas City, for Cincinnati it's Chase. Some of the guys that our beat writers talked about is Boyd guys like Hardman or Demarcus Robinson. Do any of those guys' props interest you? Because I'm looking at BetMGM right now. Byron Pringle, mm-hmm. his receiving yards prop, 36-and-a-half. Tyler Boyd's 40-and-a-half. I know Jay Morrison of The Athletic likes Boyd to be a guy that's featured quite a bit in this game. Do any of those
0: kind of look appetizing to you as we approach it? They do, actually, because I was looking at the fact and some of the questions I had, even for Jay, in terms of uh, um, the Bengals in the confidence level is – can they match up in the secondary? Uh, like, if we, you know, commit ourselves as a defensive front of controlling Mahomes and, and around the line of scrimmage in the screen game, which yep. is deadly, uh, can we hold up in the back end against Hill and Pringle and Kelsey and all these guys? And, uh, you know, there's a there's a confident bunch back there with Cincinnati if you think about all the turnovers uh, that they have generated just last week, too, uh, against Tennessee. Uh, I mean... The Bengals made Tennessee question whether or not they can move on with Tannehill. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's also uplifting, I think, for the secondary. But it's experienced group. Uh, I, I don't think from man to man it can match up from, from that standpoint, but certainly they can take chances, though. Uh, and they're going to have mm-hmm. to take chances in this game to kind of slow down what Kansas City wants to do offensively
1: the NFC title game is going to be kicking off in about four and a half hours over at SoFi Stadium between the Rams and the 49ers. Right now, LA, three and a half point favorites at BetMGM. Total 45 and a half. It's almost an identical market to what we saw week 18 mm-hmm. when these two teams played at the same venue. There going to be a lot of 49er fans that are going to be at SoFi Stadium here. We talked to Dieter Kurtenbach, sports columnist of the Bay Area News Group. He thinks it's at least 60 40. Wow. Uh, they're calling it the timeshare <laughs> down there for the folks in the Bay Area. What do you expect to see come later,
0: later on this afternoon with this NFC title up for grabs? Look at the total. So the total at 45, I, I'm not expecting that. I mean, I, I am expecting a lot of noise in this game. Pads popping, mm-hmm. uh, intensity, uh, a physical matchup. I am expecting that. But I do believe, even with the familiarity, you're going to get a better effort and a better game production-wise from Jimmy G. Yeah. I mean, two touchdowns the entirety of the playoffs so far. Now you're playing a team that, you're, again, that you're confident against. You beat, uh, they, you, you beat them to get into the playoffs, in fact. Uh, and so I have to expect better execution, even if the team knows what we're doing. I know a lot of people have talked about disguising coverages and stuff like that. Well, as players, we're going to know that. We we know the tendencies. We know if they're going to go to from a, a two high look to a one high safety robber look. We know that's gonna happen. Now when is it gonna happen? That's on the play callers, that's on the defense coordinators, certainly, uh to kind of mix it up. But in terms of being fooled out there, I don't I don't know if that's gonna be the case in this one. Maybe at times we, we might see that. But this is man on man, who's got the better players and let's get after it. So forty five the total I, I I don't see how this game does not go over that total. Yeah. I kind of agree with you Prince. <laughs> and the, the betting market
1: has loved this under yeah. Open 47 now sitting at 45 here at the South Point. Bet MGM still has 45 and a half. That seems to be the consensus number throughout the market here. But I think this is the contrarian overplay. Mm-hmm. I really do think I think we see the haymakers thrown early okay. and the game opens up here. You mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo, how he's kind of being underrated and just kind of being undervalued here. A lot of people are looking at his results from a game where it was like one degree at Lambeau Field and, and the game against Dallas where he was injured. Now he's still injured, but he was also injured week 18 with the thumb issue where he didn't practice much that week through for more than 300 yards. The game went over the total in that game. It's an indoor stadium. I think that this game... I like the over. I'm starting to really, like, get towards this over here. I, I get the arguments for the under, but yeah. to me, I think we're going to see more points than people expect.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, Jimmy G is an issue. Um, it's been well documented. The guy has not played great football in the playoffs, and he's along for the ride. There's just no, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. Um, but that, again, is in the rear view. Um, and I'm just looking at it from a player's perspective. I mean, if Jimmy G is getting all this heat – and Jimmy G's future is in front of him in terms of the next team, we know he's going to get traded at some point, right? Then he can make a lot of money today, a lot of money today. And, and all he has to do is be decent. He doesn't have to go out there and win the game. He's not Matthew Stafford. He's not Patrick Mahomes. And he's not Joe Burrow. He's not even in their caliber, to be honest with you. Yeah. But in terms of the next step for Jimmy G, he can con- kind of control that if he has a decent game. Just don't do anything to lose the game out there and have a decent game, and a lot of people will prop him up. Trent Williams is questionable
1: play in this game. The left tackle for the 49ers didn't practice at all this week. Kyle Shanahan said that Trent is adamant in playing in this game. We'll see when the inactives come out 90 minutes prior to kickoff. If he's in, I like the over even more. If he's out, then it gets a little questionable with that 49ers offensive line having to protect those guys for the Rams. On the other side, Derek Stevens, the owner of the Circa Resort and Casino, and Mike Palma's VP of Operations joined the show. But you are looking live at the South Point Sportsbook. Folks getting those bets in. 45 minutes to kick AFC title Never too early to prepare for the big game and we want to make sure vcin is part of your plans we'll be with you throughout the playoffs and then on championship weekend we'll have 56 hours of free free folks free 99 video coverage on vcin.com leading up to our sixth annual live beg big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year so make plans now to join vcin betting experts before during and after the action on vcin.com free is my favorite word so make sure to take advantage of that Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM, Femi Abebefe, alongside Mike Pritchard. Championship Sunday in the NFL. And to help us get ready for this afternoon's action is our guys over at Circa Resort and Casino. The owner, Derek Stevens, as well as the VP of Operations, Mike Palm, who you also see here on the network weekdays hosting Odds On with Amal Shah. Gentlemen, hope all is well. I got to start with the NFC title game this afternoon. Do you guys trust the Rams to lay three and a half
5: against a team that they've lost six straight games straight up to. Well, I mean, lay it three and a half. The the most important thing you just said right there for was it's the hook. Um, (laughs) We're going to need the Rams today. I mean, we need the Rams right now. And I'm sure by the time, uh, by the time kick comes, we're going to need the Rams even further. We've seen a lot of San Francisco money coming in. And, uh, and and the big question is, um, will that line go to a three? I, uh, I hope it doesn't because we're already in a situation where we don't want the game to land on four. And if we go to a three, we're not going to want it to land on three either. We have a pretty good situation where we could get sided here. We uh, we're the only book that went up to a four for a few hours. And, uh, and obviously you knew what side of the money that uh, that came in on. So I'm hoping we don't go to a three. but uh, But boy, the San Francisco
0: money is just rolling in right now. Guys, I checked your book a little earlier, too, on the app, and you're, okay, minus three for the first half with the Rams as well. I mean, I know the inability for them to close out games, uh, but looking at San Francisco and their ability, especially with Kyle Shanahan, to script those plays and get off to a fast start, I mean, catching three points. I mean, looking at the total game at minus three and a half, that first half uh, laying three points there at home as well.
4: Yeah, you know, Pritch, I love the first half over in this game, and, and you make a great point. Both these coach... Awesome on the scripting, right? I mean, the the percentage of touchdowns on first drive is tremendous. First quarter over nine and a half, I like. I like the first half over 23. And I like the prop bet that the NFC Championship game will have more points than the AFC Championship game. That was plus 175 on Tuesday. It's up to plus 225 now. I think it's worth a shot. How about that?
1: (laughs) Speaking with Derek Stevens, the owner of Circa Resort and Casino, Mike Palm, the Circa VP of Operations, also the host of Odds on here weekdays at VEASAN. We kind of agree with you guys with this being almost a contrarian over in this NFC title game. I think I've seen as low as 45. I think that's just a tiny bit low for a game that's going to be played indoors. Do you guys have a definitive look on the side in this game? Would you lay it with the Rams or would you maybe take the points with the 49ers?
4: I got to tell you, Femi, I think throughout the course of the playoffs, the Rams have looked like the best team. It's a deceptive fourth quarter in Tampa Bay. They fumbled the ball three times. They've been dominant. This is the Matthew Stafford they traded for. uh, The balance on defense. All that being said, they don't match up that well with the 49ers, as evidenced by the six straight losses. The Rams don't want to play in the box, but you got to play in the box because of San Francisco's ability not only to run the ball, but run it creatively. You don't know who's going to get the ball out of the backfield there. Mm -hmm. So the, the matchup's a problem. I think it comes down to the home field advantage. How much of an advantage do you give the 49ers on this game in L.A.? Remember that the Rams had to go silent count in the fourth quarter because the 49ers fans were making so much money in that Week 18 matchup. Now the Rams said, oh, the only certain counties can buy the tickets. That's nonsense. The ticket brokers have all the tickets. They're selling their tickets to 49ers fans. Rams season ticket holders are even selling to 49ers fans. So (laughs) it'll be interesting. It's actually probably an absolute neutral site game. Derek, and you mentioned,
0: too, I mean, all the support for the 49ers. I'm trying to wrap my brain around the fact that how do the 49ers, again, prolific, running the football, tough-minded football team, highly creative with Kyle Shanahan calling plays, but how can they defeat the Rams without Jimmy G? And his prop situation, uh, it seems like it's low, but I'm looking for a rebound attempt or a rebound game from uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I mean, you, you could you could, say, you could say that, but I mean, how, how did how – did... How did the 49ers go into
5: Green Bay and win that game? I mean, you know, three quarters of, of that game, uh, they look terrible. But they hang in, they're hanging, they're hanging there. And I, I think you're going to see that some of the same thing. Mike, to make a comment on what you sh- you just said about uh, neutral site uh, game, just got a text right before we went on. It looks like you're you're at a 49er game right now. Had, had a couple people at the game. He said it's like three quarters 49er fans outside of SoFi and at wow. the bars and walking up right now. So uh, so I think, I think uh, you're, you're going to have the same situation where you're going to have to go to a silent count for Stafford. And I think the 49er, uh, 49er fans are going to be out in force. And I do think that makes a difference in this game. Yeah, no.
1: This is going to be a game to where it's probably going to be majority 49ers fans out there at SoFi Stadium, which probably home field advantage means nothing. So maybe that's why you see a lot of veterans taking the points there with the 49ers. Want to ask you about the AFC title game kicks off in about 40 minutes over at Arrowhead Stadium. You guys have Chiefs seven point favorites, total of 54. Where would you put your money in this game, whether it be the side or the total?
5: Well, uh, I think you know we're we're gonna we're gonna end up seeing uh, seeing something that's going to be pretty unique. This, this game is the, the tease game of the day. I mean, anybody taking a teaser is generally putting Kansas City, in it, Kansas City in it, whether they're putting it with a total or when whether they're putting it with the first game. So we have had a huge amount of teaser play taking Kansas City down to a one. Uh, for people who are taking a six and a half, they're taking it down to a, down to a half a point. Uh, a lot of people thought there's a little more value teasing Kansas city with this seven point number, then it would be taking a money line because you know, the money lines at three thirty. So Mm. we've seen this as a, a very unique bet this weekend as really one of the number one, number one elements of of wagering this weekend is the Kansas city tease with something else. Yeah. What are they teasing it with? Are they teasing the dog up in the, in the NFC game or what? I'm
1: curious
4: Uh, what they're teasing it with. Yeah. Yeah. it's, 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 it's chiefs and 49ers. And the six-and-a-half point teasers is the most popular because of where the numbers sit. You take the Chiefs basically down to a pick minus a half, and you get the Niners all the way up to ten.
0: Wow, that's incredible because I, I would think, I mean, I know some people that are looking at going chalk and doing money line parlays with the favorites here in this one, too. But um, I'm curious about the support for the Bengals. Uh, from a fan perspective, I think that's going to happen uh, because they look at the number, okay. Look, let's, let's take the Bengals. They're getting the points, or like you said, mentioned a minute ago about teasing it up. But the Bengals and that firepower. I, I know Buffalo did what they did against uh, the Chiefs, but I believe that the Bengals are a more complete offense. To be honest with you guys, and and I'm curious what you think on that. Well, I mean, I think I think what you're seeing here with uh, with with Joe Burrow, this is this is
5: turning into a really incredible story. You know, on on. Uh, in, in seven days, you have uh, Tom Brady retiring, Aaron Rodgers getting knocked out, and uh, the NFL is doing a heck of a job. This Joe Burrow story is something, that you know he's got the right the the right amount of youthful enthusiasm, the right amount of swagger, unbelievable leadership, great pedigree, and boy, I, I think everybody's seen uh, seen the tweet this morning how he walked into the stadium this morning. Uh, <laughs> you know this 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 Joe Burrow has got everything coming. I I I don't think I don't think. Um, uh, a Cincinnati upset is out of the question in any way. Wow. I know Mike feels a little bit differently, but, uh, but, but I, I could see Cincinnati making a move here, and I do like the way Burrow um, set the team up um, for, for this particular game. Yeah, right now. You know, it, oh, oh, sorry about that, Mike.
4: Or, or Femi and Pritch, I just don't know how you take an offensive line that struggles this much to pass block and go into Arrowhead where they're playing the AFC title game for the fourth straight year. Think about that the fourth straight year hosting the AFC title game. Buffalo in their run of four Super Bowls in that third year had to go through at Pittsburgh and at Miami. They didn't have all all four championship games at Orchard Park against Andy Reid, who's now taken teams in both conferences to four championships, against Pat Mahomes, against that offense, and go in there and expect to let Burrow get sacked five, six, seven times and not fumble the ball. He got sacked 11 times in in Tennessee. There was a a false start and a delay and a timeout the people didn't hear the whistle. He really got sacked 11 times. He never fumbled the ball. What are the odds that he can keep doing this and not turn the ball over? They're going to have to play almost a perfect game, I think, to beat Kansas City at Arrowhead.
1: Yeah, you guys have it right now. Bengals plus 272 on the money line. Before we get you guys out of here, we got about a minute left. Do you have any look headlines for the Super Bowl, pending on which matchups we get?
4: Uh, have they put anything no. out, Mike? No, not, I don't think we do. Not point spreads, just the. Just uh, we had money lines on which matchup, who over who, yes or no props. Um, since, since, the, since Wild Card Weekend actually wrapped up. And so th- those were the ways we booked the futures. We'll have them, obviously, the lineup for a look ahead after, the, after we know the AFC Championship game. We'll have numbers on both possible outcomes. But uh, it, it's interesting. Um, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Uh, pays big here. I a, a Cincinnati 49 er Super Bowl over 75 to one either direction. Whoever wins the wow. game in the future markets. Mm-hmm. That's that's incredible. <laughs> 75 Jeez. to one. If both dogs meet
1: in <laughs> the Super Bowl. The. That, just, <laughs> I, I can't even just think about that possibility here. I got a lot of Chiefs money on the line, so we're hoping that that does not happen. <laughs> but they are the, our guys over at the circuit Resort and Casino. The owner, Derek Stevens, the VP of Operations, Mike Palm, also the co-host of Odds on Here weekdays at VEAS. And Gentlemen, we appreciate you once again for joining us and best of luck the rest of the day.
4: Thanks, guys. Enjoy Thank your you. championship Sunday. Thank you. I'm, I was at a loss for words. 75 <laughs> yes, to know. one. <laughs> got you. 75
0: right
4: to one. Yeah, oh, incredible. my
1: goodness. Mm-hmm. On the other side, <laughs> Daniel Alvari, the host of the LA CityCast, will give us the Rams perspective. Are they being disrespected? We discuss it here. At betting Across America presented by BetMGM. This is
2: Betting Across America on v the sports betting network.
1: With the big game right around the corner, it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM, Femia, and Fay, alongside Mike Pritchard. Championship Sunday here, 30 minutes to kick off in the AFC title game, but to help us get ready for the NFC title game, we bring in, you've seen her all across the network here at VEASAN, Danielle Alvari the host of the LA CityCast. Danielle, hope all is well out there in sunny SoCal. Gotta start off here, are the Rams just being undervalued and disrespected? Because anecdotally, everyone we speak with likes the Niners in the points, 49ers what do you think about this Rams team heading into this game as three-and-a-half-point favorites?
3: Well, good morning, guys, and thank you so much for having me on. But first things first, with this game, it's understandable why people would like the Rams, right? Because we've already seen these two teams play twice this season, and the 49ers took them down. But the way the 49ers have been playing as of late versus the way the Rams have been playing as of late are very different things for me here. I think that we can agree. And I'm going to say this because I also had stormy on my show last week and she's on the 49ers. She's a big 49ers fan <laughs> that the Rams are the more stacked team, right? They're the better team in a lot of ways. They have more options here, but for whatever reason, the 49ers have a way where they just always seem to get it done against the Rams. And there were some questionable calls when we saw the Rams play the box, especially towards the second half, fourth quarter. We're seeing them kind of lose these big leads that they get in the first half. So you can understand why if you think this is going to be a very close game, you'd rather have the points here. So I understand why most people 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 are looking to the 49ers here. It all adds up. But I think at this point in time, this is where the Rams are going to make their moment, right? And prove that they're the better team here because they should have won the last two games. They were favored in all of those matchups.
0: You know, Danielle, I'm still holding out hope uh, for three. Uh, looking at the Rams I don't know if it's going to happen because we're seeing all this support for the 49ers we're seeing and noticing even a first half number uh, of minus three for the Rams the game's still at minus three and a half so all this support coming in on the 49ers but yet that number won't move it won't budge is sitting there at three and a half what do you think of that
3: it's tough because it's actually the reason that I haven't bet aside for this game yet, mm-hmm. actually. And I was talking to Adam Burke actually last week on the Los Angeles CityCast, and we talked about how this might be a good opportunity to live bet this game. Now, it's tough because I do think... If I think the Rams are the better team and they can score more points a lot easier than the 49ers can then I probably want to grab that three and a half if I think they're going to win by a touchdown or something like that. But I just really think that this 49ers defense has really presented a challenge for them. I think it's going to be a heavy defensive matchup. It'll be interesting to see how that actually plays out because when these two teams play uh, I can't really tell it should be low scoring but somehow I mean even the last time they played, they both get well into 20 points. So uh, I think that we're going to see a lot from both of these defenses. Um, And that's why also one of the props I bet was an Aaron Donald uh, over half a sack because (laughs) I'm hoping to see a really good defensive performance on both sides. And maybe that uh, kind of limits the Rams. But that hook is just what makes it so tough for me right now.
1: We're speaking with Danielle Alvari, host of the L.A. City cast. There's a lot of great work for us out throughout the network here at VEASAN. Danielle, I want to play a clip for you here from Jimmy Garoppolo. He was asked in the discussion all week long has been about how SoFi Stadium is going to be 49ers Levi's South. It's the Niner takeover in some. southern california here and here's what jimmy g had to say to reporters earlier this week about having a lot of support even though they're on the road in this nfc title game
2: faithful they, they travel tremendously they uh i mean it's when you could get your fans behind you like that on a road game and you, we knew it i mean before the game even started there was a lot of red you could see it but once we started making plays and they started getting loud it just changes the momentum of the game i think and you could feel it on the sidelines it's, you know it's not something that you could really put your finger on and, you can't see specifically, but you could feel it. You could hear it, and that's uh, you know, our team responds well to that. So hopefully the faithful will be out there loud and proud, and I know they're trying.
1: Danielle, your reaction to what Jimmy G had to say and what you think we'll see later this afternoon?
3: Well, I think he's absolutely right. We know that the 49ers fans like to travel, especially down to L.A., and actually I was home in the Bay Area where I'm from on Friday because I had a family event, and I flew back Saturday morning to Los Angeles, and on the plane, uh, packed, with 49er wow. fans and it was Man. funny because the pilot and the staff were kind of la fans they were going back and forth <laughs> uh, but the 49ers Fans were just shouting. They're like Levi South. That's what they call SoFi. Like they've kind of claimed it as their own stadium. So I do think it's going to be interesting to see. I do think we're going to see more 49er fans. I know that the Rams tried to limit that with the way that they gave out the tickets. Uh, But I think this is going to be really tough because SoFi is not Lambeau, right? It doesn't even have that history for the Rams. And so uh, the 49ers also did just fine in Lambeau last week. So I do think this is going to be tough. It does not feel like a home game for the Rams.
0: It's crazy to think about that way too, Danielle. I mean, the 49ers, the history is on their side. What, five? NFC Conference championships uh, yeah. in the last 10 years. I mean, but the headliners are certainly in L.A., though. When you think about Vaughn Miller, Donald, uh, Weddle, I'll throw him in there, O.B.J., <laughs> uh, Stafford, and Cooper Cup. It's like all the headliners are in there or in L.A. Like why would L.A. fans not see the value of that uh, supporting this football team?
3: You know, there's just too much going on here. I think there's yeah. too much going on here. But it's not—it's just not a big football city, unfortunately. And I feel bad because there are some diehard Rams fans. Um, even you can find some Chargers ones on occasion, especially because of Justin <laughs> Herbert now. But I think it's just not a football town. It's really tough because like you said, I mean, more to the point, this is why I want to bet the Rams is because how do you not win with all of this talent on your team? What else do you need, right? They even yeah. have the hotshot young coach. So what is the excuse for why you can't beat the 49ers?
1: Daniel earlier you brought up the Rams kind of woes in the second halves here we've seen it all throughout these playoffs last week we saw it in week 18 even after leading 17 to 3 at halftime against the Niners why can't this team put a complete game together Uh,
3: my question My question exactly. If I was a beat reporter, that's what I'd be in there asking Sean McVay, what's going on? Uh, It's interesting because I feel like Sean McVay is really good at what he does well, which is getting out to those early leads in the first half. But I think when he has to go in and make those adjustments in the first half, sometimes he gets outwitted by maybe just a little bit more experienced people like the Bill Belichick's of the world or uh, the Tom Brady's of the world. And so it does seem like he's had some issues maintaining those leads at the end, which is weird because his record tells us that he's been really good at winning games once they're ahead in the first half. So I can't tell you what it is about this 49ers team that just makes it so tough for the Rams. But I think that this is the Rams breakthrough game. I've been going back and forth on this game all week. um, And so I think I just need to pull the trigger and take that three and a half.
0: (laughs) You know, yeah, I hear you right there, Danielle. I mean, the news about Jefferson, I I think he's likely he's going to play, but the receiving core, I mean, Cooper Cup, uh, his prop number is sky high, uh, 103 yards, I believe. 103 and a half. half. Uh, But Odell Beckham Jr., He's been going over his prop each and every week. I mean, I, I see the continuity developing right there before my eyes with him and Stafford. But he's an elite receiver, Danielle. I mean, I, I think Odell Beckham Jr. At least it feels that way to me. He's going to have an impact on this game today.
3: I absolutely agree, and I think that especially when we talk about playoffs, having those players with those kind of experiences like OBJ has, that's the kind of person that you want out there that you can trust, and also. When you have Odell on the team with Cooper Cup, that's a great position for him to be in, right? When he's kind of that number two guy instead of the number one guy, uh, and you're worried about Cooper Cup the whole time, then you have OBJ who just does those little just toe drags on the sideline that just only an experienced wide receiver can do. Uh, you know he's not going to drop the ball like poor Tom Brady was dealing with last week. So I completely agree. I think we've been seeing the rise of OBJ. People wanted him to be just going off right away when the Rams pulled him on, but he's been steadily becoming a bigger and bigger impact on this team. And I completely agree with you. I think that you go to your veterans in games like this. We may even see um, a big game out of Von Miller as well.
1: All right, Danielle, seems like from talking with us, you've kind of almost convinced yourself (laughs) to lay the points with the Rams. So we need a prediction from you. What do you think the score will be later on this afternoon as the Rams host the 49ers in the NFC title game?
3: I don't know, guys. I don't know. (laughs) Low scoring. I think my, my thing is this has to be a defensive matchup. I don't think the 49ers can out offense the Rams, especially with the state of Jimmy G's hand. So it has to be a defensive matchup. I'm thinking low scoring. Um, but it's, it's really tough for me. I do think I'm going to side with the Rams when it comes to it, but I'm wondering if uh, if there's a better number I can get in-game. But the game script is the Rams have to get out early, so maybe I'm not going to get a better number on them if I actually think that they're going to get this done and win this. So this is a tough one for me. I think it's an in-game bet.
1: Yeah, Rams minus three in the first half. The full game spread is three and a half, but the Rams are laying a full field goal. Goes to show how well they played in the first half of these games. She is Danielle Alvari, host of the LA CityCast here at VEASAN. Danielle, we appreciate you joining us here on Betting Across America, and we hope to talk soon. Thanks, gentlemen. How about that? It's Rams the hook. and the under that hook is it's it, a struggle. It's gonna cause anybody to hesitate mm-hmm. there because you don't ever want because three is such a key number yeah. in the NFL. Laying three and a half, you don't feel good about it, but sometimes it's a necessity. And right. If you Like
0: the Rams, you gotta do it. Well, I ask you this question off air. I ask you it on the air because the expectation and the bar is so high because of what we saw last weekend, mm-hmm. divisional round, conference championship. I mean, we could get a blowout in the first game. Uh, or we could get a blowout in the second game. It has that variance to me. Uh, But, I mean, the three points in the first half is incredible. Uh, yeah. Three and a half for an entire game. I think we see the extreme outcomes this okay. the, today.
1: I, last week we had the close games. I think we see the extreme outcomes, whether the Rams win in style or the 49ers just win the game outright. I don't think this is going to land three. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really think that it's either it's a matchup issue that mm-hmm. the Rams can't get over or they get over it and they finally punch their ticket to the Super Bowl. On the other side, we're going to give our official picks as we wrap things up. It is Betting Across America here presented by BetMGM. <laughs>
0: This is Betty Across America on vSIN, the
2: Sports Betty Network.
1: BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the last pro football playoff round before the big game. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on either game, and if any team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets regardless of what your bet's outcome is. Just use bonus code VESAN200 when you make your first bet and enjoy the playoffs and earn M Life rewards so that you can redeem any of those points over at MGM Resorts. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Make sure to use VESAN200 as the bonus code. Visit the website for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or old to wager new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in mississippi and nevada it is the final segment of betting across america presented by bet mgm family bet alongside mike pritchard championship sunday in the NFL, coming to you from the Veasan Studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino, sportsbook behind us, it is filling up as people are getting those last-second bets in. We will tell you who we like in just a matter of moments. As you get a shot of the sportsbook, a lot of people putting down a lot of money on these games. But we got to start, Pritch, once again with the news of the day in terms of the coaching carousel. The Las Vegas Raiders have hired Patriots de facto GM Dave Ziegler, and then of course, going with that move now. Josh McDaniels, the Patriots' offensive coordinator, has also become the Raiders' head coach. That is what is being reported, and that is the expectation here in Las Vegas. So McDaniels is in as the Raiders' head coach here. Pritch, and your thoughts on this game as uh, rapport and the tweets keep trickling
0: out with Mark Davis hitting his home run, at least in his eyes, with Daniels coming down to the strip here. Well, there was a lot of layers to this higher, uh, this situation, in fact, for the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, uh, there was a, a good amount of sentiment, positive sentiment, sentiment for Rich Basaccia, who was the interim head coach, to continue his journey as a head coach, be named officially because they, the Raiders got to the playoffs. The second time since 2002, this franchise has been to the playoffs. But all of a sudden now, with no Mayock, no Gruden, um, I, I think Mark Davis wanted to just wipe the slate clean, wipe it clean, uh, and then just get rid of the Gruden era and start anew with Josh McDaniels. And so uh, I I think there's always been an affinity for what the Patriots have done out there from the Raiders' point of view, a lot of history with the tuck rule and all that between the two franchises too. So here you go. You hired Josh McDaniels, who, by the way, has an ax to grind against the Denver Broncos. He does. And I think that's going to be be really good. And I think Mark Davis wanted to hit on that. I think he wants to renew that rivalry, but then also... Uh, The big fish, obviously, is Andy Reid and close the gap. I mean, if you look at the games that the Raiders played with Rich Passaccia's head coach against Andy Reid and the Chiefs, it wasn't competitive. Mm -hmm. And so in order to get to the Super Bowl, certainly you got to be more competitive. Josh McDaniels could close that gap. But you did make this division a little bit more spicy, though with the addition with the guy, Josh McDaniels, who certainly uh, has his sights on the Denver Broncos franchise.
1: Yeah, the goal you mentioned right there ultimately is to get to the Super Bowl for the Las Vegas Raiders. They haven't been there since 2002, the days of John Gruden, Mm -hmm. Rich Gannon, all those guys, Tim Brown, Jerry Rice on the team there for that Oakland Raiders team. Now they Mm -hmm. preside in Las Vegas. And speaking of the Super Bowl, we wanted to hear from you guys and ask you guys who you think will make it to the Super Bowl. We asked this in our Twitter poll question earlier. Earlier this weekend, which team would you bet on to win the Super Bowl? Only four options, the Chiefs plus 120, the favorite Rams plus 200, 49ers plus 450, Bengals plus 800. And you guys spoke loud and clear, and you guys are backing the favorite Kansas City Chiefs plus 120 39% of the votes, Pritch, going Mm. with the favorites. They're seven-point favorites today, kicking off in less than 15 minutes against the Bengals. What do you think about this? public Going with the team that we all expect to be in the big game next week, two weeks from
0: now. Right. From an excitement standpoint, uh, you're not going to be disappointed if the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. You're just not. Uh, I I think you will not be disappointed if the Bengals are even in the Super Bowl. We have the four best teams this year, Mm -hmm. uh, the more consistent teams. And that's what I love about the National Football League. You settle it on the field. Yep. Like there's there's no thought into – There's, there's okay, no committee. Right, like who's the best team? No, you sell it on the field because the number one seeds are, are out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one, two seed. And, and then you look across the board and the up-and-coming teams who are playing well too because we all know this, the National Football League, there's so much talent uh, across the board and the league and, okay, what's going to uh, distinguish you? Uh, and these four teams have done that. So uh, not surprised that the Chiefs lead the way though. Interested to get the
1: responses from people because we always encourage responses. Tweet Mm -hmm. at us all the time, at VEASAN Live. We like to hear from you guys and what you guys have to say in terms of actionable information as we try to find valuable bets all throughout the course of the show. But this was a response to our poll question. And this person said... At this point, you got to go 49ers. You're getting plus 145 on the money line this weekend, probably around the same in the Super Bowl if they make it, leaving value on the table. <laughs> and then afterwards, <laughs> wish it was the Bills. <laughs> and don't yeah. we all? Wish yeah, it was sure, the Bills? sure. A lot of people had a lot of money on the Buffalo Bills last weekend there, but fun responses there from our viewers here as they chiming in on our Twitter polls there. It, it's unfortunately not the Bills for uh, at my musings 14, but it will be one of the these four teams that wins the Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs, L.A. Rams, 49ers,
0: or the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, so. I like the fact, too, that if you did have futures on the Chiefs or L.A. at some point, the value's mm-hmm. gone, obviously. But the Bengals still, I mean, you can kind of uh, protect yourself a little bit if you, if you think or if you want to have fun with that situation with the Bengals, plus 800. Uh, right there on that board. Plus 800 is a hefty number. I almost
1: mm-hmm. think, because I know the response that we got there with the person saying that the 49ers take them now right. at plus 450. I think that you might just get better bang for your buck, betting them the money line today, and sure. then rolling all that over, Bet them on the money line in the Super Bowl if you truly believe in this 49ers team. One hat tip, though, if you do like the Chiefs, You should probably bet that today because (laughs) plus 120 is not going to be what they are on the money line in the Super Bowl in two weeks. If they happen to get there, they will likely be two and a half to three point favorites, which then it's minus 150 in that range. So last chance, last call for the Chiefs betters if you like them to win the Super Bowl. So that's who the folks are. Friends, our viewers, our listeners here at Veasan had to say of who they think will make it to the Super Bowl. Now it's our turn, Pritch, mm-hmm. to say who we think will make it to the Super Bowl. Our picks,
0: and I ask you, what is in Pritch's playbook for Championship Sunday? Well, in my pocket, uh, I have plays on prop uh, player props right now. I don't. Mm-hmm. I have not decided on this game. I'm probably going to play Chiefs Bengals in game. Mm -hmm. Uh, to be honest with you, but I do have, (laughs) yeah. So for this game, I have Joe Mixon uh, over 56 and a half rushing yards. Uh, And here's why the balance attack, they're going to have to establish that I'm estimating 15 to 16, hopefully 17 carries uh, for Joe Mixon. Uh, And so therefore, if he can average a little over three yards a carry 3.2 to three and a half yards per carry, I can get there. And then on top of that, uh, I put this bet in this week, but NFL networks, Cynthia Freeland, she does a great job uh, with um, um, simulations, right? Yep. So she had Mixon rushing for 68 yards. Wow. So I have some room here. That's a big difference. That's there. a big difference. I have some room here uh, with Mixon fifty-six and a half uh rushing yards right there. And then in the other game, I had to get some money down on Odell Beckham Jr., over fifty-one and a half receiving yards. I, I cashed a ticket last week going over his receiving yards uh, against Tampa. Uh, This week, I believe the Rams are certainly going to need his input. Uh, And then I love the prop of Debo Samuel over 95 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Uh, He's ultimate weapon. So might as well go ahead and enjoy this game rooting for Debo Samuel to touch the football a lot, but also make an impact. So two impactful players uh, right there in my pocket. So Mixon over 56 and a half rushing yards, Odell Beckham over 51 and
1: a half receiving yards, and then Debo Samuel over 95 and a half rushing and receiving yards combined Mm -hmm. in the NFC title game. That is what Pritch's playbook looks like. Here are my plays. We'll go through them really quickly. I'm laying the points with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm laying seven here. I'm just not a believer in the Cincinnati Bengals team in terms of being a team that is in this game as an elite team to make it to the Super Bowl. Give them the credit. They won the games in the mm-hmm. AFC wild card in the divisional game. But in both of those games, they were outgained in terms of total yards and yards per play by the Raiders and the Tennessee Titans. Now, the Titans made a lot of mistakes. I don't think the Chiefs will make those mistakes with the turnovers. Give me the Chiefs to pull away from this Bengals team. And I also like the under 54 and a half. I just don't think the offensive line of the Cincinnati Bengals is going to hold up well. In that environment, Arrowhead Stadium is going to be loud and proud. I think Burrow gets sacked quite a bit here. My score, Pritch, Chiefs 34, Bengals 17. Wow. Okay. That's Just my dominance right there. Dominance. The Chiefs. Okay. Chiefs go to the Super Bowl for a third straight year. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> any, any final thoughts for you, Pritch, as we get
0: set for the games kicking off here in about five minutes? The end game is going to be interesting against the Chiefs and the Bengals. I, I really want to see, I mean, if the Bengals are going to put Burrow out there to get, knocked down repeatedly, that's not going to bowl. I can see a, a dominant game from the Chiefs as well. Yeah, the Rams
1: 49ers game kicking off yeah. 330 as yep. well. Make sure to look out for the actives and inactives. That's 90 minutes prior to kick off the name you want to make sure you're keeping an eye on. Trent Williams, the left tackle for the San Francisco 49ers. All right, that does it for the show. Betting Across America, we're going to toss things over to the Ross Reynolds connection over out at Circa as they will go all throughout the live betting action for you guys with these conference championship games. Thank you to Dieter Kurtenbach of sports columnist at Bay Area News Group. Thank you to Jay Morrison, the Bengals beat writer for The Athletic. Thank you to Harold Coonch, sports anchor at Fox 4 Kansas City. Derek Stevens and Mike Palm, the Circle Resort owner and VP of operations. And thank you to Danielle Alvari, the host of the L.A. City cast. That's the shot of the South Point Hotel and Casino. It's going to be lively all afternoon. Enjoy the games and best of luck with your bets. It is VSIN, the sports betting network.
2: From BBC Radio 4.